welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always and forever Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm a man on a mission, and that mission is to eat at all of the tasty, tacorific taco spots in this tantalizingly taco-tastic taco town, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas. We are the only Kansas City podcast that is feeding its guests tacos and feeding its listeners taco knowledge. Yes, we are conquering the Kansas City taco-verse one taco, sometimes three tacos, at a time. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We're going to share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some Kansas City tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we're going to be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is the Briar Cliff Barrio. Now we've done the Brookside Barrio, the Redbridge Barrio, and now we are at the new Briar Cliff Barrio. Opened up about six months ago, located at 4125 North Mulberry Drive, Kansas City, Missouri, 64116. They're open Monday through Friday, 1130 to 10 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. And they are excited for their newest location in this amazing village at Briarcliff, right up here on the cliff at Briarcliff. Briarcliff Barrio presents a seamless combo of casual ambiance, original food, and innovative libations. They're a laid-back taqueria-inspired restaurant and bar offering an array of specialty and Mexican street tacos, as well as other Mexican-inspired menu items. Happy hour is Monday through Thursday, 2.30 to 6 p.m. Friday, the party starts early, 1.30 to 6 p.m. And Saturday and Sunday, 2.30 to 5 p.m. And also on Saturday and Sunday, brunch starts at 10 a.m. and goes until 2 p.m. And they have live music here at the Briarcliff Barrio Friday and Saturday. And we're here during Kansas City Restaurant Week. Hope everyone's having a great Kansas City Restaurant Week or had a great Kansas City Restaurant Week. We can't wait to see what specials they have going for KC Restaurant Week here at Briarcliff Barrio. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. He is a Louisiana native. He moved to Kansas City to escape his traditional Southern roots. He's a fast rising talent in the region that's worked with comics like Theo Vaughn, Carlos Miller, and Mark Normand. Combining his unique perspective with some sweet Southern charm, he headlines and features at your favorite clubs, bars, and colleges across the USA. He is the house feature at the KC Improv and has been accepted into festivals like Flyover Fest, Before You Die, and San Francisco Sketch Fest. He is also the co-founder of the Barrel of the Bottom Studios in Kansas City and the co-host of the Set to Destroy podcast. Welcome to Taco the Town, Stephen Taylor. Hello. Do I say hello? Yeah, you can say okay. hello. I didn't know if I said hello. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you for reading my whole resume. That no problem. A, I'm really I'm really putting in the numbers there. That's good. You're blowing up. That'll, this is just keeps it's going to keep getting longer and yeah. longer here. And uh, yeah, I didn't write that myself for sure. 
That wasn't me that sat at a computer writing all of that down. <laughs> so how long have you been in KC? I've been here for like six years. What do you think? Do you Are you enjoying it? What, how does it compare to Louisiana? I moved to get out of Louisiana, and I keep coming back. I've decided every year that I was going to move away, and then I always end up staying in Kansas City. So I have to say that I love it. I think statistically speaking, I love it. Oh yeah, you can't speak because we haven't introduced you. I forgot. Oh, well, let's, let's introduce our second guest. It is our second time here on the podcast. It was about two years ago. We did the KCK Taco Trail with you, correct? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yes, that's correct. You look like you're being questioned in court with your, with your suit yeah. coat on. Well, you know, I, I don't know if I can release the energy yet. You know, I'm building it up for when I, when I say my first word. Okay. Okay. I won't, I won't ask you any more questions. What I feel for tacos, our next guest feels for hot dogs. Do you still own your hot dog suit? Absolutely. A thousand percent. How many hot dog suits are you up to now? Just the one? Listen, I'm a purist a bit. And I don't know if I want to say that on record, but I said it. And I have one hot dog suit. And is it stained? Yeah. Is it gross? Yes. You have I washed, washed it? Have not washed it. I, w- I cannot comment, actually. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Do you still do your hot dog themed comedy show? That's also a great question. Currently, there are no plans. Why am I talking like I'm being questioned? <laughs> it's the suit. <laughs> you I, you yeah, it take really the is. Suit yeah, you're right. I'll take the yeah, suit jacket off. Is... All right. Listeners, I now am topless at this <laughs> restaurant. You need a glass of water to like. When you start to sweat, you know, exactly. you, you got a Marco Rubio. Ooh, all right. I, feel, <laughs> yeah. okay. I feel loose again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's better. Right. Um, so hot dog shows up in uh, limbo right now. You don't know if it's going to return. It is. Yeah, it may. If the if the people want it back, it'll come back. Okay. You are also the co-founder, co-producer for the Fountain City Comedy Fest that was in Kansas City. First time in Kansas City, the opening year of the festival last October. Yes. Inaugural year this inaugural year. Inaugural year. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. How did it go? Oh, it went so well. Like, so good. Like, too well, honestly. Yeah. I feel a little guilty for how good it was. No snafus. Nothing. So, like, thinking right now, I can't think of what went wrong. No, but we're also very dumb. We're so, so there's... I think that was mostly it. It's, it's like I Einstein's theory of relativity, which is about how you produce comedy festivals. Yeah. And if you're stupid and things go relatively well, it was a perfect festival. It was festival. perfect, right. yeah. And so, so, yeah, it was a perfect. According to Einstein, it was a great fest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you hoping to do a, is it going to come back in October or this fall sometime? Yeah, I don't know how it doesn't. I don't know. I mean, it was it was such a good time. Everybody had, a, all the comics had a fun time. Every person that went to a show was like, oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. It just feels like a obvious. Incredible yeah. feedback. And you had comics from all over come to KC, and then you guys performed too. So, I mean, it was it looked like an amazing festival. You had a lot of big names come to town, and it, it, it looked like a great time. Yeah, dude. Everybody that came through, like, we called in a bunch of favors because it was our first year. So we've done comedy for a while, made a lot of friends who are relatively well-known comedians. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when we cashed those checks in, they came in, and they were really nice. Yeah, and nice. Everybody had a good time. I mean, we had people. We had people from New York, LA, of course. But then we had sh- people from Chicago. We had people from Florida. We had someone from Texas. We had some people, truly. I mean, really from all across the country. I mean, our headliners were, you know, from New York and LA. But then we had feature comics from across the country. It was that was honestly my favorite part was like seeing everybody come together. I mean. I can't get over people buying plane tickets just to come hang out and do comedy. <laughs> for free. And then, yeah, for free. And then there, and we just had such a good time. And all the venues were spread out across the area and, like, showcased different parts of the city. I mean, it was just, it was perfect. It was so fun. I really am looking forward to that. I hope you guys do do it. Here's me telling you, please do it again. 
in October or this fall sometime. That was the, I really am looking forward to you doing it again. So, um, oh, I haven't finished your bio yet. Oh, you also have a show coming up February 11th at Venue 1235 in Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, yeah, with Catherine Blanford. It is Dude, true. She's Blanchard, Blanford, Blanford. Blanford yes. She's so funny. I saw her one time on a Tuesday in Chattanooga where, like, we were That's doing great. an open mic. They, they would let a comic close it out. And usually, me or Naylor, who I was on the road with, like would close it out. And then she was the she one there. She came along and, and bumped And this was before spot. she was like, had, yeah. had popped at all. Yeah. Where's uh, she out of? She Atlanta. Out of Atlanta, okay. But Don't Tell Comedy, which is a thing that we have in Kansas City. It's like these secret comedy shows. They have them in L.A. Is that different than the backyard comedy shows? <laughs> the Drew Carey shows? Yes. That's, that's, the, that's the underground <laughs> comedy <laughs> shows. <laughs> don't Tell is an actual national organization that puts on shows. but uh, They put on like C secret shows where yeah. you show up and in a secret location with a secret lineup and uh, they started filming them in LA and that was where she first popped. That is. wasn't the, the Meltdown shows, was it? Not the Meltdown shows, but like basically they want shows in like weird venues. So like right. I've done Don't Tells in thrift shops or bookstores oh, cool. or I've done them in like weird hostels or in uh, apartment rooftops. Like they just are finding weird, interesting places in the city and then you go and hang out. It's BYOB. That's cool. And so they started filming them and Catherine Blanford, that's how she popped first. It went viral online. She got a bunch of followers and then she got the Tonight Show out of it and it's like, wow. what a weird landscape. And that's, so she's uh, going to be there February 11th in Lawrence, venue 1235. that show. How do you get tickets? You can get them online on the venue's website. They have okay. a link set up or their Instagram. You can go through their bio or my Instagram. You can go through my bio. You know, okay. honestly, send me a text. Carrier pigeon. <laughs> Say the number. Three. Let me let me finally introduce you. Welcome back to Taco the Town, Kaylee Carr. What if the first word I said was just horrible? <laughs> I waited this whole time. That um, hello, thanks for having me back. This is so great. I'm so excited to be to be here again. Now, Kaylee, how has your life changed taco wise since you've been on the show? That was 2021. Oh, oh I'm so glad you asked. Um, so glad. First of all, <laughs> I could tell you many lesbian dating stories, but I won't tell okay. those now. But I did recently go to Mexico, and I went to Mexico City, and I ate so many tacos, Whoa. and it was amazing. So my life kind of has changed taco-wise. Do you I feel like the taco knowledge you gained that day on that episode in KCK on the Taco Trail helped you in Mexico City? thousand percent. Yeah, absolutely. It prepared me. I was like a warrior out there on the taco streets. I knew what to look for. I knew what I wanted. No, it was it was fantastic. I, a warrior out there on the taco street. That's my Tinder bio. That actually That's is, my, yeah. I'm a warrior out here on the taco street. Yes. You don't That's need, right. ne next time you're on this show, you don't have to read any other bio. Kaylee Carr, your next guest is a warrior out here in these taco streets. Ladies. <laughs> Let me ask you, Kaylee, what was the best what was the best taco you had in Mexico City? Okay, so this is going to sound like one of those wanderlust moments. So just picture me flipping my hair. But I did eat at this like total hole in the wall place. I don't know the name of it. I walked in and I got to the back and they brought me, I was like asking them if they had anything vegetarian and they brought me like a plate of just cheese and mushrooms and all these veggies or whatever and these fresh tortillas. And I went to go put the salsa on to like add the finishing touch, but I added way too much because I wasn't thinking straight. 
and I took a huge bite and then immediately started crying and hiccuping and like convulsing in this restaurant surrounded by locals who were just laughing really hard at me. But it was the best taco I've ever had. Nice. Yeah. Are you like a spice? Are you a spice dude? I So I gaslight myself about my spice ability. Uh-huh. I love spice, but I cannot handle it. So I think the hot one show is the first one that got me into... Like, okay, I've liked spicy things, but I can, like, maybe I'll try and actually push myself. And then I finally did. And I started trying spicier and spicier things. And every time I do, I regret it immediately. Yeah. But then in through the journey, I do feel like a psychedelic type. I'm just yes. like, oh, no, I'm, like, coming through to the other side. Do you oh, feel wow. that when you're... Have you ever... I mean, do you eat, like, very no, spicy I'm like, things? Well, I'm like Kaylee. I don't, like... Well, you like spice. I I don't like it, and I start to hiccup and turn bright red yeah. immediately. Yeah. So I enjoy it, and yes, I think there is. I mean, anything that gets you to a point where you are uncomfortable in your body, I feel like is making you aware of the present moment, which is what what else is like mindfulness meditation. Like it's just centering you in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Guys, don't let me talk. You <laughs> should never. I hate every word that just came out of my mouth, and both of you were nodding along as though it made any sense. Let's get back to your psychedelic experience, Stephen. So you went to the other side and back. Yeah, I think that... And you're a better man for it, or uh, do you wish you never had taken that step? No, now I'm, like, comfortable with it. Now I'm a warrior out here in these taco streets now. (laughs) Yeah. Have you guys ever done comedy in a Mexican restaurant before? Yes. Really? No. No. There's yeah. always a first time, Kaylee. We can start tonight. <laughs> oh, oh dude, do you have a PA system too? <laughs> I do can you not. turn this recorder not. into? Because I would do it. I'm one of those people that like. I'm a cockroach when it comes to comedy. I'll do it anywhere, and you can't kill me, and I don't care as long as the crowd is okay and not being held hostage. Right. That's <laughs> yep. Here's an idea. I really want to do a um, a show in a Chuck E. Cheese for the parents. Oh, dude, I think it would oh, be yeah. so fun. You know, oh, they have right. a stage. Don't ask why I was at a Chuck E. Cheese. Actually. I was there. A comedian, Dorian, he moved to New York. He has a, like a cousin, nephew that he was bringing to this Chuck E. Cheese. We all went. And they have a legit stage area. Like a little comedy stage, and, right? Yeah. And because I'm a ruined, broken person, I was like, we could do a show here. But I think it would actually be really fun. Uh, it's fluorescently lit. There's no hiding. There's children everywhere. It's perfect. It might be the worst lit show possible besides like a hospital cafeteria Ooh. which i also would do yeah, yeah. i would do a hospital cafeteria <laughs> like the the sad thing about Chuck E. cheese is that it used to be showbiz pizza right and it used to have all those animatronic yeah uh, cool animatronic right. the rock of fire explosion band yeah then they got rid of that mm-hmm. just got Chuck E. cheese got rid of all the animatronics and just Wait, have they, got, they don't have the animatronics they don't it's have just it. chucky yeah it's just a guy in the chucky Ooh. suit that yeah. walks out like every 15 minutes yes. they don't have the animatronics either no. i just watched on tiktok this is my tiktok algorithm is uh, uh, completely It's unhinged. all animatronic uh, animals. Dude, it's so many <laughs> animatronic animals. It's a new thing I'm into. It's not a kink is what my doctor keeps telling me. So it's this Chuck E. Cheese guy and all he does is like, here's how they change the show and they still change the show on a floppy disk and it's like this like two-story no computer. Wow. I just watched that yesterday and in my first thought was like, I'm so glad Jasper still is playing well, the drums. Well, and- I know. I thought that they, didn't they break off? Like, isn't Rock of... Fu- what is it called? Rock, Rock of Fire Explosion. Rock of Fire Explosion. Man. It, don't they have their own restaurant now? Well, they did in Kansas City for about six months and it went and out it of business. And it burned down? <laughs> did, did it burn down to the ground? 
Why are all these thoughts in my brain? It's that's true. Maybe you're thinking of the Popeyes on mission that just burned down last <laughs> no, night. No, on Johnson think, Drive. What yeah. am I thinking of? Someplace well, the burned name, down. The name is With Rocket Fire name. Explosion. So I feel like that <laughs> no. might be where it was coming no, from. No, 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 no. So Showbiz got bought out by Chuck E. Cheese. So they got rid of the Rocket Fire Explosion, and all those animatronic animals are just in people's base. Like they're online. People you can buy them. them. <gasps> yeah. And there's a fact. Have you ever watched the documentary? No. There's an amazing Rock of Fire explosion documentary about people that buy the the animatronic oh, band, cursed, and put it in their homes cursed. and have it perform for people. Songs. Yeah. Did people? Okay, what, cursed. What's Rocket Fire Explosion? That's the name of the band. So it's oh, the, the, the Gorilla yes. and Billy Bob. That's and, the uh, Heartbreakers? That's the band, yeah. Yeah. So I think what they originally did at Chuck E. Cheese is they took the skin off of the robots and put new animal skin over the, the robots to make them new characters. Shut the front door. I just door. would like to no, go on the record. No, they did not. That is, I am not religious, but that's an abomination. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer for Chuck E. Cheese, but I would like to say <laughs> it was not animal skin. It was new skin of of the characters, it was just some of whom know. happened to be animals. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not, it says so, it has a sign in the middle that says "Now not using real animal skin." <laughs> on our, well, on you our said robots. it, and my first thought was, "Jesus Christ!" I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> well, okay, my, I have I have so many questions. What if there's one? Like, do you think it's like a collector's thing where it's like some people have the whole set, some people just have one, and then they fight with each other because mm-hmm. they're like, "I need the full set. It's not the same." <laughs> there's a guy who has the entire band in his tool shed in the backyard of his oh, house. Oh, he has sex with them. Oh, oh. he does. He, he does in the documentary. You just oh, gotta watch it, the documentary. <laughs> oh, spoiler! Spoiler alert! Spoiler, yeah. you already Whoa, did. Wait, really? Well, you, no. knew, you knew that <laughs> was gonna happen. I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, oh, but like... I mean, come on, they for sure do, whether it's out there or not. How? There's how? probably uh, scenes on the cutting room floor of him definitely making yes. out with the cheerleader rat girl. <laughs> yeah, yes! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there's, she, there's, there's, there's she like was some, hot. She was hot. There's, there's some hot. B-roll of him drilling holes into the back of it. He's like, turn it off, what are you doing? He's like, no, no, you gotta cut. I didn't know we were filming today. <laughs> well, the the craziest thing about the doc is the guy that invented the Rock of Fire Explosion Band. He still has the factory where he built the Rock of Fire Explosion. This is like Westworld. And you walk in. It is totally Westworld. He walks inside and he goes there and it looks like it hasn't been touched since Shut 1994. The front door. And he has the skin of. I keep you saying animals. <laughs> It's like what? It's it's like plastic, right? It's the 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 it's the skin. It's, I think skin is actually. He still right. has like the the robots and like an assembly line of never bought Rockafire explosions oh. covered in dust and oh. the and the animal skin and like oh. the eyeballs are still in the robots and stuff. Do they That's have some, the like they're in the process of production? Yeah. Like it's yeah. like uh, whatever uh, Da Vinci statue is. How many of those did he fucking carve? Oh that he just like car- is that God. David? Was that David that yeah, he like carves so, all yeah. the way? Yeah. yeah, there's like nine. David's. Yeah. yeah. That's how they have it with the and rocket fire whoa. explosion band. And he's still, like, he's the one selling them to people that want to collect them all. So he's, like, still taking orders and he's taking, and you can buy an original. So he is still in production. Like, he's still making. Well, he's selling the old he's ones. He's selling, he's selling the, the old ones. ones. They're not. Dude, they're not, I would okay. buy the fucked up ones. I oh, love. Oh, my well, God. That I, bar, no, I would not. That bar that was in the um, Martini Corner area. Yes. It was there for like what six, seven months, and, and then it, it burned and down. And those were, and it burned down. <laughs> it burned down. 
Kaylee makes Dude, it I'm so down. gullible. Somewhere. I will believe it. Somewhere I think there was Kansas a spark City. shot out of one of the robots and it just totally burned down. <laughs> and that's why it closed. I put the floppy disk in the CD-ROM <laughs> drive disk. and then caught fire. <laughs> okay, wait, no, I have a very important question yes. for both of you. Imagine that you had a full Rock of Fire explosion band in your basement. Right? I already do and that all could, the time. Yeah, okay. Imagine you have it. And and it's like those it's like the 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 fish on the wall the the silly the silly fish you can make it sing anything you want Billy ba- bass, the bass the bass yeah. big mouth Billy bass and I got I had a chip in my mouth but I got visibly upset when you said the silly fish <laughs> all right it's well, not a silly fish all right it's a silly fish and you can make the rock fire explosion band sing any song but only one song what song would you make the rock fire explosion band sing and they'll and they'll you know move to it and they'll Hit the harmonies. Oh, wow. You can think about it if you need some time, but I do I've need to know. I've got two off the top. I've got, like, two <laughs> well, that I Well, I said had. you could have one, but I'll give you two. All I right. think, no, I'll go one, and then after we go through, I'll see if anybody else says mine, because I think it would be very funny. But probably Purple Rain. I think Purple Rain would be oh, yeah. the funniest yeah. and also the most. You'd be like, wow, they're... What about, like, I Want Your Sex by George Michael, something very like that? Fun. That's pretty good. That's, That's very pretty good. And it's fun. fun. It keeps them, you know, yeah. it keeps them fun. And you could listen to that song on repeat, you know, like, over. I'm doing Hello by Lionel Richie. Ooh, that's yeah. creepy. Yeah, super that's creepy. That's creepy and, and good. like, yeah, it's going to haunt someone's nightmares. <laughs> I didn't think creepy. Yeah. I should have thought more maybe, creepy. Uh, maybe I'm going to go, I'm going to change mine. Maybe China Grove by the Doobie Brothers. Ooh. Something upbeat, okay. you know. Another fun oh, one. Oh, can yeah. you imagine the Blues Traveler band? <laughs> like, <laughs> hook? Hook? Little oh, hook. I changed my answer. I changed my answer. Hook by the Blues Traveler band. I think in the documentary, the guy has a like Blink-182 song or some 90s band that he, he has it perform. Oh, they, so they do this. So, they yeah, billy the, he has the bass. A, he this. Ha- just, they totally billy the bass it, um, <laughs> which is a phrase everyone uses <laughs> yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he programs the robots to perform whatever song he wants, and he sits there and, and programs it on his floppy disk. Oh, my God. All right, but... Uh, can we go watch this movie right I now? I was going to say, I'm going to watch it. I have the DVD. Like, you can borrow it if wait, you want. You have, wait, you have the documentary on DVD about the Rock of Fire? Experience. And then I got it transferred to VHS just to be more... I was going right. to say, why, you yeah. got to get it on a floppy yeah. disk. Yeah, it's got to be on floppy disk. <laughs> so you can never feel, work on TikTok. That's incredible. That's I'm, what's the... Do you, you don't know what it's called? The It's called the Rock of Fire Explosion. That's the documentary? That's the doc, Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going to watch it. That's so that's funny very funny. It's a, you'll go down a dark hole. You'll end up in that factory with all the, the skins oh, and I the robots. Oh, I want to be changed forever by that imagery. For I'm sure. going to become a collector. You know how I am with weird stuff. That's true. Steven will not recover from this, financially or mentally. Dude, I love a weird toy. you got to like, at least get one of the robots. Maybe the drummer fats I or would, the, the space dog. Wasn't there like get, a space dog? I would oh, get space dog, space which dog. is Jasper. And then I would Sorry, get, I but it's not patchouli, but it's like it's like patchouli. The guy who has the pizza and he plays keys. Pagli eyes, poly eyes. You're making it up. Nope, <laughs> nope. Because no, because y'all heard that about this during the pandemic when they tried to sell pizza on Uber Eats, but they didn't want to say Chuck E. Cheese's pizza because they were like, they were like, we won't sell any pizza. Nobody, nobody comes here for our pizza. So they changed the or they put put it under the name of one of the characters that has the pizza. Pagliacci. Pa- Pagliacci. Yeah. Something like that. I think it's Polly Eyes. 
whatever. Regardless. I remember those signs in the window at Chuck E. Cheese, like, we're selling pizza. Yes. Come get our pizza. That, and, but they yeah. got sued because then people were like, ooh, new pizza place in town. And they ordered it. And then they were like, this is Chuck E. Cheese pizza. And it was. <laughs> it was Chuck E. Cheese terrible. pizza. I wish we could talk about Rocket Fire Explosion and Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza all day long. But that's another podcast. That's my other podcast. <laughs> you also directed the documentary. <laughs> and, <I> also, <laughs> and I'm also the guy so that has sex with the robots. <laughs> Gonna I'm say. just going to tell you now. You're going to find out when you watch the documentary. <laughs> it's an auto-biopic. We're like, we've never done those like, before. Wait a second. Wait, it's wait. Like, how do you know again. all this information? It's just you, but like you, the, your voice is distorted and you're, you're a shadow. But I'm like, wait a second. That's Dave. <laughs> Steven, got to know, what's your personal taco history? Did you grow up eating tacos? What's the taco scene like in Louisiana? Have you found it's better here in KC? What's your taco journey? Louisiana is a decent. They've got Tex-Mex and I'm a big, I like Tex-Mex. I, 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 what, so, what city in Louisiana did you grow up I'm in? I'm from like Shreveport, Bossier area. Okay. So not authentic at all. It's basically a walking suburb. So you're getting the queso and chips and margs on the weekdays, like that crowd, which I love. Just a little like where we're at tonight. This is a yeah. very, very much a suburban taco yeah. spot, I'd say. Yeah. The, the Blue Line, surprisingly, the hockey bar, is my like go-to Tex-Mex. Like I'm like, oh, this feels like home to me. Oh, really? Those are some good tacos there. We've done that. I haven't. I've never done the tacos. I always get the chimichanga because uh, I can't say it without sounding problematic. Yeah. And uh, it's also just like it warms my like cookie cutter Mm. house heart. It like there's something about just a kind of fried with queso over the top. It's it's great, but now I love a good chimichanga. It's it's the best. Uh, but now I have a kid that stays with me who is from Guatemala, and so I could not, in good conscience, continue feeding him Taco Bell and <laughs> Blue Line, and telling him that this is what our food is. So we, in the past three years, have gone on a taco journey wow. of our own, mostly tortas. Okay. But we we dabble with the tacos, too. And the one thing I learned, this is, uh, I think, a great lesson, is just no lettuce. No lettuce. Yeah, you don't If I see a taco with lettuce, I'm like, I don't don't like it, and I don't trust it. Yeah. Maybe a specialty taco where it's like, that's the thing, is you're making a little salad on your taco, but... Yeah, you don't need it. You certainly don't need it. No, you got cilantro, you got onions. No one's ever like, gosh, this lettuce on this taco is so good. Yeah, so now I've gotten, I used to be a, now I, I, how I describe it is I used to be a flour tortilla man. And now I'm a corn tortilla boy. I've that's yeah. great. I've 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 you become a boy again. Yeah, I found a youthful energy for right. it. I've resorted back. I've found some youth. You know, it's like Tuck Everlasting. It's Taco Everlasting. You kind of look I'll like Tuck it. Everlasting. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a compliment. You should <laughs> totally and completely. Uh, what yeah. are some of your favorite spots that you've discovered as you've been having this taco journey? Are there any other places names you can throw out here that you've so, enjoyed? Uh, I used to work near Independence Ave, and I loved El Torito. Had like a dollar special on Tuesdays where you could go and get killer tacos. And they also have that avocado salsa. Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is, but like pour it on my body and Mm -hmm. like spit it in my mouth. I don't care. Can I say that on the podcast? I know I couldn't cuss, but can I say spit the guacamole salsa in my mouth? Spit the salsa in my mouth, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
say wow. that. Wow. It took a turn. <laughs> this yeah. did take a turn. All right. I'm here for it, though. Or any of my... Yeah, I, shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't say where I worked after saying that. I shouldn't, but I, El Torito... Doesn't El Torito have an amazing torta that they have on the menu? So I was not a torta connoisseur at the time. Okay. My kid loves tortas. And so that has changed me, which we go to San Antonio's for. Ah, uh, yes. Over on KCK. Amazing place. And then what's the, uh, we do something that's, I don't, I don't know if I've had, I think I have had their tacos, but I always get their pupusas is the place that I always talk about, which is uh, El Pulgarcito. There it is. If you have not oh, had and, it. Oh, uh, Merriam. They have a Merriam and one in KC Mo. Okay. And it is some of the best food I've ever had. Oh man, I need to do that place. It's been suggested so many times. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know oh. if they have tacos, but like, yeah, if you, could, you could get a pupusa. That's an El Salvador. Right. Yeah, I can just tell the person behind the counter. Can you call it a taco when you hand it to can me? You? Yeah, and, <laughs> and therefore, then, uh, yeah. it dude, it's yeah. a a pupusa is just like what, like a like a fried tortilla with things inside of it. Yeah. So if you just fold it up. Right. It's right. a taco. It's all about the way you hold it in your hand. Right. You know, you got to have, yeah. That's a taco. Yeah, it's a taco. Go to Chuck E. Cheese, get some pizza, fold it up. <laughs> well. Do some comedy. A taco by any other name. Taco Everlasting. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I love the chips here at Barrio. These chips So are this good. is the third Barrio location. There's Brookside Barrio, Breadbridge Barrio, and now we're at Briarcliff Barrio. Do they do that on purpose? Only BR places? I think they do. Wow. Well, yeah. What would be next? Belton Barrio? Yeah. My <laughs> Kitchen Barrio, please? I gotta say, so as a vegetarian, I don't always like get to enjoy a ton of things at, you know, for tacos, but I love a good chip, and these are good chips, and I think they're not valued highly enough. I love, that's the, my favorite thing here is the chips, I think. Mm-hmm. I always remember the chips and salsa. The salsa's great. It has a little kick to it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I, the little sprinkles on the chips. Yeah. Whatever the seasoning is. Yeah. You know, I actually think that I went to, or I ordered from Brookside Barrio was the first nachos that I got. I think I told you last time I was on the pod, I'm a big nacho guy. Like, I love nachos. Sorry, more than tacos. I Like, nachos are my comfort food. If I'm not feeling down, I'm going to get nachos. So I make a point of trying nachos everywhere I go. And the first place I went to when I was in Kansas City was Brookside Barrio. And I ordered their nachos. They were so good. I was so pleased, which doesn't happen very often at all. And then my friend Venmoed me for the nachos. And his Venmo request was, those nachos aren't Libre. And I thought it was the funniest Venmo request I've ever gotten. <laughs> anyway, shout out Joe Wheelock uh, if you're out there. That's a good bit. It's a really, these nachos ain't Libre. That's it lasted good. three, four years? <laughs> like, it did, it? seriously. It's three years ago. I still think about it every was time. Was it the same chips or were they bigger in the nachos? I think they were a little thicker. They might have right. been like the, I don't know. They it's probably on the menu here if it was yeah. the same. I need to try these be. nachos. Um, they were really good. I don't want you to need make- to be on my other podcast, Nacho of the Town. Oh wow, Nacho yeah. Town! That and it's like Nacho Town. <laughs> the, the the like attitude about it is like we don't actually like each other. That'd be fun, right? No visitors. Yeah, right. Right. Only only people. No Nacho that live. Pod. Nacho Podcast. And then you are the only person. There's no guests. There you go. There and, it is. And you just get to decide what's <laughs> good and what's bad. You get to do two episodes at every location, <laughs> right? You get to sit down with us at Brookside Barrio, and then I, and then afterwards you're like, get the. You don't fuck know Oh, that's your Patreon episode. There you go. Is the Nacho Podcast because nobody else gets to 
You're welcome. By the way, yeah, it's going to be about $20 for this podcast. <laughs> the tacos are going to... $20? We're not worth more than $20. It's about a five-minute episode. That, that advice plus the tacos? <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? Good point. Good well, point. have you heard... Um, we have a new segment that we sometimes do on the show called Whole Lotta Enchilada, Ooh. where we eat enchiladas on the show. Well, you're branching you, out. Yeah. Right. Do you also eat tacos? That's the important part. <laughs> yes, do the tacos yes, yes, make yes. a... <laughs> yes. It's only like a five-minute segment, We but we all order the enchilada, which we don't have to do tonight. You know, we've got a lot of stuff to get to tonight. We've gotten to a lot of stuff already. Already. I, feel like, uh, already. I don't know how this podcast was supposed to go, but I feel like this was not it. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are off the rails pretty pretty quickly here. Pretty quickly. Yeah. So it's Casey Restaurant Week. Has anyone taken advantage of any Casey Restaurant Week stuff so far this week? I have. I just went to Kobe Q last night, nice. I think last night, Ooh, um, nice. down the crossroads. Yeah, it was great. It was really, really fun. And that place just has the best, I don't use this word lightly, vibes. Ooh, it has really, vibes? Really good vibes. I mean, like, date night vibes. It's well lit in there. It's, like, it's moody. It's fun. The food's good. The I don't know. It's just a good energy. Oh, God. Who that's am pretty, I? That's a pretty new joint, right? Uh, it just Did it just open? No. I mean, it's at least been around since I moved to KC, which oh, was, okay. like, three and a half years ago. Okay. Did they get a second location? I must Possibly. be thinking of another. Oh, yeah. They, they did Kobe okay. Q Sushi in Westport now. That's right. But you know what else I checked out? I checked out Ombra, which is up here, up north. It's right so, there. Yeah. yeah it's, literally like, right out the window. Yeah, yeah. we can see you just um, asked me where Briarcliff was. I didn't know that this whole place was called. I thought you meant the taco place was called Briarcliff. And oh, okay. in my head, I was like, this is going to be bad. I'm sorry. But then I realized this is an area. But yeah, Ombra is incredible. Um, a couple kind friends of, of mine. What food do they have there? So it's, um, I can't remember exactly their tagline. I'm going to screw it up of how it's like actually inspired, but it's globally inspired, I think is what they say. So they do stuff from all over. When I went, I had. Um, it was poutine, but it was like it was Cuban inspired, so it was like mm. yuca instead of French fries. It was so good. Like if you take anything from this podcast, go to Ambra. Freaking, it was so incredible. The drinks were incredible. The like service. I mean, I've never written a Yelp review, which is crazy because I'm a white woman. Uh, <laughs> but I would for this. For this, I should actually. Uh, I've do seen that. pictures of it. Uh, people are taking pictures of the food and online. It looks great. It's so good. Yeah, right next door here to Brookside Barrio or yeah. Briarcliff Barrio. Any other places you're planning on hitting? That's so this it. will air after Restaurant Week is over. But Th- those are my only plans for for now. You said you went to Chingu last night. Yeah, I didn't know that it was Restaurant Week. I was just meeting the girlfriend's aunt. So it was a very nice... Wow. How did that go? Okay, on air. How did it go? It was great. (laughs) It was fine. They asked me all kinds of questions. I told them I was a diehard, everything I knew they would hate. (laughs) It's like, they were like, are you a conservative? Well, you do have that white supremacist thing about you, which is... That thing That's tough I, to bridge. <laughs> everybody on the podcast is going to be like, what white supremacist thing? There's no white supremacist thing. I say chimichanga wrong. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, I went to Chingu and it was amazing. It was so good. Huge portions. It's shareable, which I didn't know. And for like four people, it was like a hundred dollars. Yeah, like, that's incredible. And and like for the KC Restaurant Week special. No, oh, it just, was just like chilling. It was like we were just hanging out. And so I mean, it was like a lot of food. And it was all top-notch. I didn't know what half of it was. They had a Korean fried chicken, which they serve, like, the massive wings. And I'm a huge fan of having to, like, dissect your food before. Like, it feels like you're really getting in there and, like... You know, you're when you rip rip the chicken apart, yeah, the with wing. your hands. Maybe, maybe make less eye contact with me as you're describing no, I want this. You to, I want you to get back into it. I want you to. <laughs> Also, I'm not a hero, but 
one time I was with a vegetarian and they were eating nachos and they didn't know there was crab meat on it. Wow. And I slapped slapped it, it I slapped them and just smacked <laughs> yeah. it. I slapped it out of their hand. Wow. And they got mad. But you were like, I had to do what I had to do I got for your back, you. Dog. That's you're an ally. Wow. You're with an ally right now. You know now. what? I'll I'll be the first to say, Steven Taylor, ally to the LGBT ally. community. <laughs> The uh, LGBTQV? The QV, yeah. <laughs> the, the, vegetarian, the vegetarian, vegetarian and vegan community. Thanks you for what you've done for us. I got us. you. Did you yell, don't eat that? That's, what we <laughs> That's great, man. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, that no was, problem. Yeah. So tonight here, we're going to eat various tacos. Uh, what's everyone going to order tonight here? I mean, the the uh, the Casey Restaurant Week thing is like 40 bucks, and the only taco you get on that is a lobster taco. So we're going to skip that and just just so we can try more taco yeah, styling. maximize our taco. Right, right. I think we're going to do it. You're going to do the jackfruit, right? Well, I was, I was kind of eyeing the fried avocado taco. That's right. I hear that's really good. Yeah, it looks really good. So let's yep. do that. The birria? We'll is do that, some birria, yeah. I, I just always got to try it. Doesn't it have like a au jus sauce on it? It does. You can dip it. I'm an au jus. I'm like a French roast. I'm a French roast bitch. I'm like a, what is it called? Pot roast? What's it? You're a pot. You're breaking down. I don't know what the... Roast beef? What are, what's the sandwich that they give you the au jus sauce with? Oh my God. What is that called? French roast? No. See? Yeah, you thought I was the one breaking French down. Dip. French dip. French dip. We got and you there. Can, you can also put it on your uh, Chicago Italian beef sandwich. True. Which is good. True. So you'll love a beer. You haven't had a beer yet? I don't think so. Okay, you'll you'll love it. Yeah, we're in the fried avocado have been highly recommended. So every week here on the show, I gotta check the taco news stories of the week. This is the taco ticker. You wanna check this with me? Let's oh, do yeah. it. Alright, let's do it. So this is the taco ticker. Which usually turns into the Taco Bell ticker because Taco Bell is always in the news cycle. I got to tell these news stories. They pay me to tell these Taco Bell stories. So here we go. So this just came out this week. The best kind of story to tell right before we're about to eat some tacos. Rat poison was found in Taco Bell takeout order and customer hospitalized, authorities say. The Arapahoe County Sheriff's Office says that it has an open and active investigation into how rat poison ended up in a to-go order food order of a man who bought burritos. Well, there's your first problem. Oh, you know exactly how that ended up there. (laughs) Scorned lover? That works at the Taco Bell. He goes, he tries to apologize. She's like, sure, baby. Yeah, I love you. I want you back, too. And then rat poison. And then, he's like, and then he's like, you think I could get some burritos? Yeah, and she's like, and she's oh, like yeah, of sure. course you could and get then, I know what you like. I know exactly your order. I saw the name come up on the receipt. Yes. 135, go. Dave. <laughs> The sheriff says, right now, what we're looking at is if the rat poison was actually put into his food at the restaurant. We don't know if it was at this time. Adding to the case, uh, the case is categorized as a criminal attempt of homicide. Whoa. The restaurant manager, Larry Swift, both told CBS Colorado that a male customer came into the restaurant around 1 p.m. Sunday and argued with restaurant workers about his food order. There's your first mistake. You're arguing at a Taco Bell. You better get rat poison. Yeah, dude, that's... You don't go inside. (laughs) (laughs) You don't go inside the Taco Bell. (laughs) Gotta stay outside. Yeah. What? Dude, I haven't been inside a Taco Bell great, in years. Yeah, you know what? Not great since point. College. Great yeah. point. And have you eaten any rat poison? No, no exactly. No, no. I was hoping it wasn't in the burrito. I was hoping it was like in a little mouse trap in the bag, <laughs> like just <laughs> on the side. Uh-huh. Wow. The uh, manager says the man was upset that the restaurant's drink station was not working and wanted something free. Swift said oh, the you man got something free. <laughs> uh, major gut pain and almost death for free. 
Uh, Sick, the, he dude. said the man argued with employees and other restaurant customers. He said the man is a regular patron who's caused problems before. On one occasion, she said he threw a taco at an employee. Okay. Dude. Okay, several questions. And then he still ate there. Well, no. So my question is, we either have to believe that rat poison existed in this Taco Bell and the employees conspired to kill this man, which like workers unite. I support it. You know, you have to unionize. You have to. We've had a, a Taco Bell unionize here in Kansas City. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You yeah. have to. Or we have to believe that this man was so upset with the drink station. He was verklempt. He went home and he thought, how could I get back at this Taco Bell crew that was so unattentive to my drink needs that he poisoned himself and then went to the hospital? Ooh. Those are the two options. Is there any evidence? Sorry, I sound like their lawyer. Uh, is there <laughs> any evidence that it was for sure rat poison? Or is he just like, I think I got rat poisoned? <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's no evidence that he's just like well, my tummy hurts. Well, I think it's yeah, rat dude, like, I just imagine like I don't know. You can you can get that with some other bodily fluids. You can't just ingest. He goes to the doctor and it's like a cartoon X-ray and it has a rat with X out yes. eyes in his belly and he's like, Hey, bud, you got a traditional case of being rat poisoned. Did you go to Taco Bell and argue about a drink station? That'll happen, man. You got to stay out of those. Yeah. It says here he ordered three bean burritos and was given Red a flag. fourth Love. burrito for free. Oh my! The fourth burrito oh. was the poison the, burrito. Oh, shut up. They don't know that. How does he, how does he, you know what? That smells fishy because how do they know that it was the fourth burrito? Well, that's who who keeps your poison. burritos organized? Tell me about a time you've ever ordered a bag full of burritos from Taco right. Bell. Unless they write one, and two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, who would do that? Just with a wall of, and if they wall wrote, of hot if they sauce wrote, on either side, just keeping them in order. And if they wrote one, two, three, four, they would for sure have have written no rat poison in parentheses. <laughs> Not in this one. This <laughs> one's okay. <laughs> the man said that at about 7 p.m., the man ate the restaurant. F Wait, he waited until 7 p.m. He got them at 1 p.m. and didn't eat the burritos until 7 p.m. Oh, that's not a red flag. Um, okay. That's fine. All right. Says he ate the restaurant food and became violently ill and called 911. He was transported to an area hospital. The hospital said that they had a patient who had possibly consumed rat poison in his food from the Taco Bell. Uh, they declined to release the man's identity, but said enough rat poison was found in the burritos that it would have been a very, very serious to our victim's health. Wow. They closed the restaurant on Sunday evening. The deputies closed the restaurant after the poisoning. Listen, I'm not a person generally that loves to indulge identity politics, but if this person was a white woman, I would be like, for sure she did it. For sure she went home and, and, and it took six hours for her to hype herself up to swallow the rat poison. But now we just don't know. We don't know what happened in those six hours. What? Who's conscious is this rat poison on? And also, do you think that... If Taco Bell was going to kill a rat, if they had problems with rats, do you think they'd use rat poison or do you think they'd use live traps? Well, listen to this. Here's oh, the kicker. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The manager says, we don't carry poison in the restaurant. We didn't do anything like that. It didn't even add up. It's ridiculous. So no rat poison inside this Taco well, Bell. Well, now, listen, we're also trusting a Taco Bell manager. Right. We're that's, also... They we don't know they're shady AF. They're going to defend the flag. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, they will go down with that ship. Call Dido. Call Dido because they're going down with the ship. I personally, I think this guy just wanted to bring down Taco Bell, which I get. We've all been frustrated by a Taco Bell. Pretty much every time I've been there, they tell me that you know they're out of chips or or stop screaming at us, ma'am. Or right. you know, don't other throw that. <laughs> stop throwing or tacos put, at or us. Put your pants back on. This is a right. Taco Bell. We're gonna rat poison you if you keep bitching. Why'd you come station? inside? Stay in the drive-through. Yeah. Don't enter like, the Taco don't Bell. Rub. We haven't cleaned these tables since 1998. <laughs> Get out of here. Right. But I really think this one, I feel like maybe he just thought, maybe it was like a Tiananmen Square thing. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same. <laughs> I mean, 100% it is. It, to me, it sounds pretty similar. <laughs> it was a pro-democracy you, protest you, you, about you, how they wanted the drink machines to be for all people. You get upset, the drink machines stop. <laughs> and Taco Bell pulls out the tanks. And then you do what you have to do. You know what? Throw yourself... Oh, yeah. Here are ta- our tacos just arrived. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Tacos have gotcha. arrived. Wow. They look incredible. Wow. That these look good. real good. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We're going to we're going to reset here and we're about to eat these amazing tacos. So let's take a quick break. Wow. We'll be right back. This episode of Taco the Town is sponsored by Heath Injury Law. Heath Injury Law dedicates every day to advocating for people who have been injured due to someone else's conduct. Attorney Blake Keith, who along with his wife Sakina, are certified taco enthusiasts, and I have dined on tacos with them right here on Taco the Town, takes pride in being the voice for his clients in court and standing up to insurance companies and large corporations who have negligently taken away someone's health or loved one. The firm specializes in complex personal injury, wrongful death, trucking and commercial vehicle, medical malpractice, and sexual abuse cases. For more information, be sure to check out their website today at heathinjurylaw.com. All right, we're going to dig into these tacos. So we've got two plates of the fried avocado tacos, got one plate of the breaded shrimp tacos, and then a plate of the birria tacos. What's everybody Ooh. doing? The Are we doing the avocado first? You did I, the sh- I did the shrimp. I took a detour from the, from the herd, but... That's good. Oh, yeah. Let me try this shrimp. Wow. I started with the fried avocado because that is all I can eat. <laughs> and, um, wow. Great choice by me. This is so good. Crunchy. The cabbage is like cold and crunchy, but then the avocado is warm and crispy and salty and spicy. There's fresh jalapeno on all of these. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whew. That shrimp taco, it's like, it's really got the balance of sweet and savory. Like that is delicious. Shrimp is amazing. Not shrimpy, fishy at all. So good. And I never get shrimp. I always refuse to get seafood in Kansas City being from Louisiana, but this is, it's good. They cooked it well. That's like shrimp right out of the um, the Mighty Mo, right out of the Missouri. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri shrimp. <laughs> what Lewis and Clark found, what brought them to. Right. They were like, we got to... We got to keep expanding, man. The old Louisiana <laughs> purchase, you know, that's what they wanted. All that Kansas City shrimp. That Second river shrimp. kept being like, you can't eat that. And they were like, we they can do like, whatever we want. I don't know. <laughs> and they were like, women don't deserve rights. And then <laughs> <laughs> She's like, fine, eat the fucking shrimp. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, that's how we got here today. Uh, the fried avocado, I will say, something. I've had other fried avocado tacos, and they get mushy really easily because it's a mushy texture but these are really crispy like there's actually like a layer of crunchy breading around the avocado which i really appreciate especially as a vegetarian often shout out other uh, vet veg heads, veg heads. <laughs> 
we we get it's texture and we get a lot of mushy textures uh-huh. that ends up being our you know fate and this is not that it's but is it's that crunchy. gonna stop you no no you're I'll a taco warrior yeah, <laughs> I'm a taco warrior out in these streets on the, out on the taco streets I I you're talking up the avocado that I want to try it yeah I gotta try that next what do you think Kaylee of the jalapenos just big prominent jalapeno Ooh. cuts in in this uh, yeah avocado taco you know Ooh. they're a little thick for me I'll be honest they're a little much um, I do like the flavor of what you're reacting Steven's reacting a, to the I avocado. have a hard disagree as soon as I had the jalapeno I was like that belongs on that avocado because the oh. avocado is like so it's like mild and yeah. dull yeah that like oh yeah no I'm yeah, I, I think they're a little thick cut for oh. me personally. Okay, oh, Steven's crying. Te- we no, got some I tears. It. It's great. I love, it. I love crying. <laughs> I love therapy. This is are you are you transcending? Yeah. Actually, one of my favorite stories about Steven. <laughs> I have no is, idea where this is, is going to go. From very early on in our friendship, this was like I mean months into knowing each other. Myself and Will Francis, friend of the pod. Uh, yeah, we're former want- guest. Yeah, yeah, we're wanting to do a show at Barrel of the Bottoms, and Steven was like, "Great, just book studio time." on our website you just go to our website there's a calendar you can book time in the studio to record your show and I was like perfect so I logged on to record the studio time and I saw I was like okay I think we're thinking like Wednesday maybe afternoon or night and I looked and it said therapy and I texted Steven I was like Steven do you have your personal therapy account linked to the barrel Google Cal (laughs) and he was like shit (laughs) and I was like no 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 no, I mean, I'm proud of you for taking care of number one. Like, you got to do what you got to do, but also the entire internet can see when you have therapy. <laughs> Look, running a business is hard, and running a business when your mental health is unchecked is even harder. So, yeah, I I remember uh, doing that and being like, we had been in business for like a year at that point, and I was like, how many people have gone to schedule studio like, Wow, time this guy has a lot of therapy <laughs> schedule. <laughs> and been like, well, I got to work around Steven's schedule, you know? I would love if you did your therapy in in the barrel. Like it'd be funny. You're like, your I can't leave. This is my safe barrel, space. Yeah. We yeah. used to record stuff out of the barrel. We would record like long, intense conversations that we would have, and then now we have a, a collection of recordings that can never be heard <laughs> right. in the light of day. We call them the death scrolls <laughs> yep. that we just want played at my wake. Like yes. when I'm in the casket, I want an open funeral, and I want them to play whatever recording they find for as long as they have it. I don't care if it's an hour and a half, and then I want to finish with Freebird, and then so I want to be out. Let me Let me get this straight. You want your final dying wish to be to force your friends and loved ones that are mourning your loss to listen to a podcast that to, you recorded. It's not even a podcast because there is no structure. It is a really concerning conversation <laughs> that we would have drunkenly at the barrel like when That's we all I hear when I hear it. podcasts. That's a really concerning conversation. <laughs> it's, it's a really concerning conversation with no host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. just means hanging out with your buds. Yeah. <laughs> chilling. Just chilling. So the avocado one, there is something in there that besides the jalapeno that has a kick to it. Is it, what is that? Is it that sauce? It's the aioli. Okay. There's a chipotle yeah. aioli that gives it like a little bit of a kick. But yeah, if you get a slice of the jalapeno, you are... Going for a ride, Ooh. for sure. Because, yeah, they're not kidding around with these. Mm-mm. And they're not pickled jalapenos. They're fresh jalapenos. Seeds still intact. They are not removing the seeds for anybody's they got, they got those pickled onions. Those are always a top-tier favorite. Yeah. All yeah. right, here's the first-ever birria taco. Oh, oh, pour some of that on there. 
I think I did, but it has been a while, so I'm gonna I'm gonna double up. up. Yeah. Oh god, that's all my hands. Yeah, it's a lot. And I'm gonna eat my hand. Oh yeah, so he's taking a bite of the beer. Yeah. Oh fuck. First thoughts. Like that. Oh. Oh. We got a no fuck out of that. Shit. Oh. And then we got a. (laughs) It's fried. And it's beef, and it's au jus. I might be a beerier bitch after that. <laughs> I, might have, I might have switched sides. I might have found my true call. Like, this is, you should try this. You should give it all should up. Should I convert? Should I do ten, 10 years of yep. vegetarianism? Yeah. Give it up? This is Honestly, it does look really good. <laughs> what, is, what I want to know is what au jus means. Like, obviously, it's like French. It means all shucks. I think it's French for aw shucks. Yeah. Aw <laughs> shucks. Oh, I think shit. it means the juice. Yeah, that's that sounds more right, yeah. I'm glad it sounds more right because there's no way it is. <laughs> there's no. I had a French comedian reach out to me. I was like, can I do a show in Kansas City? And I was like, I mean, I'd love to. I was out of town, but a French comedian in Kansas City. And it City. wasn't Lane Longyon? Lane Longyon. Dude, <laughs> we had a guy that uh, did the festival. I'm going to have to tag him in this and yep. be like, you're yep. never going to believe you got talked about in this episode. But... We had to watch 335 submission videos. 335 five-minute clips. If anyone's keeping track City. at home, that's like 28 hours. 28 hours of stand-up of comedy. comedy, which is too much comedy. We, it was like going on Survivor. We needed the mental health, like, reach. Checkup. It was bad. It was bad. We didn't talk to each other for, like, a few months yeah. afterwards. Like, it was a lot. But So we had to pick, you know, our favorite people, and we're giving everybody a fair shot, even if we know them. So you have to watch all five minutes of all the clips. And... uh Lane, in the first 30 seconds, I was like, I think he's got to be in. Oh, yeah. Like, he had one of the funniest jokes. Is uh, this a French guy? No. So, no. Usually, but his name is French? No. Well, his name is Lognon, Lane Lognon, because he's, he's, he's Cajun. He's, yeah. Okay. So, uh, kindred spirit. Yeah. But he goes, uh, uh, I'm, because he's really Cajun. He's South Louisiana. And he goes, I'm. I'm no, I'm real Cajun. He goes, my name is Lane Lognon. My name legitimately rhymes with hon hon. <laughs> <laughs> and when I tell you, Stephen and I did not stop talking about that joke until we saw Lane and we told him we had not stopped talking about that joke, and then continued to bring that joke up through the whole I, festival. I think we were at the show the night that he go he he went up and he did the joke. Yeah. And we both instead of laughing went yeah. <laughs> We were like, I can't believe I just haw-hawed in person. That's crazy. It's crazy that I got to do that. Yeah, shout out Lane. Very funny. Very funny. And just like fun hang. That's the thing. Is like everyone who came to Fountain City, the Fountain City Comedy Festival, like was truly just the best time. Like I don't think there was a bad vibe to be had. And again, I'm not a, a vibe person, but gosh, it was so fun. And it was... If you're wondering, I realize we didn't even really preface it. It was a three-day-long stand-up comedy festival. So we had people come in from across the country and perform at shows here in Kansas City. And we got to utilize venues that we already know and love from comedy shows around town, hosts from around town, producers from around town. It was truly a celebration of like everything that we love about the Kansas City comedy scene. It was so great. Well, because you and I are transplants here, which I just thought about now. Yeah. As, like, we came in as outsiders into, like, when we, when I first got here, the comedy scene was a little stale of people being, like, there was Stanford and Sons Comedy Club, and then there was, like, well, what else do we do? And I think it's been, like, people just scratching and clawing to be, like, hey, we're good. We're cool. St. Louis has a great comedy scene, right? Chicago has an obviously great comedy scene, but, like, St. Louis has a really good one. Fayetteville, Arkansas has a good, and it was like, we, I think everybody looked around. It was like, we should have 
that same spirit in Kansas City. And our comedy scene was so good. Well, I just, I get, I got tired of people coming in, like headliners coming in and being like, whoa, y'all have a lot of really good talent here. And me being like, I know. How do people not know about this yet? And so then that's kind of where the idea for the festival came up was like, why aren't we doing this? Like, we have the talent, we have the venues, we have the support. Why not do it? It has to be the first time there's been a three-day stand-up comedy festival in Kansas City, right? They had done a couple before. I don't know if they were three days or two days. They were mostly, like, local uh, acts and then some out-of-towners. The first one, again, was really fun the first time they did it at the Kansas City Comedy Festival. You know, those guys, like... They helped put a lot of people on early, and then their second year was just kind of a little bit stranger. It wasn't in Kansas City. It was mostly in, like, Clay Como, like, up by Worlds of Fun, and you're like, that's not really, like, a Kansas City. That's the Worlds of Fun Comedy Festival. Right. We called it the Clay Como Comedy Festival. It was like, yeah, you want to go to Liberty and party? Like, no, (laughs) nobody wants to. So, like, I think with, with Fountain City, it was just, dude, so much fun and uh i think people don't realize you know i don't know if your viewers are all in kansas city i assume they are but even if you're not like a local comedy scene if you're in a decent sized city it's probably got a pretty good one like you don't have to spend 30 dollars in a two drink minimum well and that's what blows my mind is like i talk to people uh like friends that are like you know oh i've never been to a stand-up comedy show stand-up comedy is awful and i'm like yes uh but hear me out. Come to an like an indie show, a DIY show, like a show put on by people that just love being silly with their friends, being absurd. And like we have themed shows. We literally we had a burlesque show. We had um, like a, a burlesque themed show. We had a, a sing along themed show. Like all sorts of different talented artists that are coming up and performing. And it's just so fun. And people all the time tell me, you know, like, oh, I never would have gone to a stand-up comedy show because I didn't think I liked it. But in Kansas City, there's such a wide breadth and depth of talent that, like, there's something truly for everyone. So I'm just, like, so glad we were able to put something on that, like, really celebrated that, truly. What are some of the venues where people can come see you perform? Aren't there, I mean, there's all new, the new ones popping up all the time, and they're not necessarily all comedy clubs. What are some of the places where you perform? Like, selfishly, I'll say Barrel of the Bottoms is one of my favorite venues, and I'm a part of that, but like... And that's West, but that's not even... That's, that's not West even, Bottoms, right? That's not even selfish. That is the coolest, like, comedy venue. You go there, and you bring, you bring a date there, you bring a friend there, and you feel like you're in on a secret. Yeah. But it's like really cool and like fun and it's industrial it's in the west bottom sorry i'll let you continue no please i I would love for you to. i didn't want you to be like oh i'm just hyping up my own business because we are failing and we do need money because i know (laughs) they do comedy Uh, does not pay the bills (laughs) they do but no it really is like the first time i went to barrel it was before i even did comedy i was actually truly just wanting to experience i mean i loved stand up and stuff but i went and i i felt like a part of something i felt like it was like I was in on the secret, which is all you ever want to feel, right? Like as like being a part of a community or whatever, you want to feel in on the secret. And that's what Barrel makes you feel like. It's eclectic. It's cool. You can tell it's just put strung together by like hams and PBR (laughs) and fucking grit and love. Uh, And it's so, it's so cool. It's a good time. Yeah. I think. Have you found any cool old like 1940s, 1920s um, gangster stuff buried in like behind wood panels at the barrel of the bottom? You know, we <laughs> brought. What's the weirdest thing you found while uh, the being weirdest at the thing at barrel? Uh, you know, it is. It's so strange to me when I first 
my buddy used to stay in that space and that was how we found it was I visited him in his apartment and I was like have you ever thought about moving have you ever thought about <laughs> have you building? ever thought about being displaced have from you your ever, home yeah, have you ever thought about building a venue here and uh, I had went up on a freight elevator it was my first time on a freight elevator and that that was the selling point for me just as a like kind of small town kid, I was just like, "What do you mean? You gotta, I gotta, I can do, I can see the <laughs> elevator work." It was so cool. But in the Hobbs building, they have uh, one. They have a vault door. They have a vault door with nothing in it. You don't know what's in it. I've never seen it open. Oh, cool! But they say it's a studio. I don't know. I wish I knew. Does it have a big old wheel on it? A big wheel. Wow. It's like the whole thing. And then the strangest thing is the second floor bathroom, or maybe it's the third floor, has a toilet in the middle of the room. So it's just, it's not like on a wall. It's it's There's space behind you. There's like a lot the of world's space. The world's biggest bathroom <laughs> toilet. It's, it's a medium size. It's a relatively normal size bathroom. But it was just kind of like, well, this is where the pipes run, right. and we're not going right. to fucking move the pipe. What do you want me to move the pipes so you could shit closer to the wall? No. You fucking shit in the middle of the That's room. That's the way we used to do it in it's, Kansas City back in the so day. It's so strange yeah. to like use the bathroom and then get up and walk behind yourself to, sh- <laughs> to wash your head. You're like, okay, I guess. I didn't know this was allowed. Man, I didn't know that about the bath, uh, the toilet. I really got to come see a show there now <laughs> so I can use the toilet. That's the selling point. Is, I, you know, I talked all about uh, the community, uh-huh. the belonging, the warm fuzzies you get when you walk in. Steven's like, you could shit in the middle of in a room. Hear room. me out. You could shit anywhere you, you want. You could go into the middle of the room and at 360, it's like Dane Cook in there. You're shitting like Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to see you from all sides, baby. Vicious <laughs> circle. It's like a black box. Uh, toilet. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to tell all the secrets. No, but the Hobbs <laughs> building is so cool. They've got uh, Tintoretta Tattoo Studio in there, which does amazing work. It's like photography studios, streamers, fashion designers, all in this one building. And then we just get to live there and do our silly shows, and people come in and record stuff, and that's always fun. Uh, what are, Didn't... Um Manor Records just closed, right? Yeah, they're reformatting. They're doing okay. something different. I think it's just going to turn into like uh, uh, some type of bar, sports bar. Just a bar. Yeah, they're they're, they're okay. putting a bunch of like pe- like ping pong tables or pool tables in there. But the, we have the Mockingbird Lounge, which is also in oh, KCK. Yeah. And, and great tacos there. Great, great tacos. tacos. Good and comedy. Great view of the they've city. They've been a comedy supporter forever. They do a lot forever. of comedy on that patio. Oh. One of our best uh, uh, festival shows. Oh, yeah. That was, was at Fountain the City. Show. Yeah. There's a brunch show there like once or twice a month that they do on Saturdays and always to unsuspecting victims who are just there to have Don't brunch know. with their family. <laughs> and then it's like, by the way, uh, today start- we've got the pot roast bitch. And <laughs> it's called Hot Waffle. You playing CNC that. Music Factory. Everybody dance now. This comes out of nowhere uh-huh. and you guys just Truly. <laughs> Truly and completely. I've never felt so guilty doing comedy. I'm like, yeah, I know you're just having brunch, but also I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting paid $10 for yeah. this. And I but need yeah. to earn this 1375 so the, those are fun to do. There's Mockingbird Hillsiders in KCK now has a show, oh, yeah. which Hillsiders is a dope bar. And lest we forget the Rhino in North KC. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. the Rhino is one of those places that has been with the comedy scene from the start. I mean, from the start. I'm saying that from as someone start. who's done. Yeah, from their when start. The, when Rhino and they, started. And they support us. They understand. They, you know, they prop up the local comedy scene so well. So, yeah, we love the Rhino. 
the Bird KC Comedy Theater, that's where we housed all of our headliners at the festival. Huge room in the crossroads, oh, and incredible. they do stuff every week. Love that too. building. The yeah, old, they do. They do uh, nice the Hemingway building. building. Yeah. 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 What's funny is they have the Hemingway building, and then on the side of it is a giant mural of Goku. <laughs> right. And underneath it, it says the Hemingway building, and then it's a big old Goku. Life imitates art. And, <laughs> and Are we ready to give our final review of the tacos here at uh, Briarcliff Barrio? Let, let me try. Can I borrow some of those chips? I want to try the beans and oh, rice. Beans Please, are, oh, the beans are so beans good. Beans are great. Yeah, yeah. As a man who grew up eating bean dip all the time. Yeah. That's fine. I'm I'm rough on the, on the beans. I Ooh. like to be really intentional with my beans. And, okay. Uh, these were Can good. I, permission to be vulnerable. Go for it. <laughs> I'll snap. Yeah, tur- is, is my therapy scheduled for today? Can you go? Ch- <laughs> I came into this with the lowest of expectations. I think there's something because it's in a suburb. It's I like feel. a fancy joint. You know, it's fan- It's a fancy strip mall. I'd say upscale shopping right. district the- here on the cliff at Briarcliff. Yep. The reason I never get birria tacos is because I feel like it's like too, I don't know. Trendy. I, I judge. Too I fancy. Ju- yeah, too and, and hot is, right now. Maybe it's this very is hot. an indictment of myself for like judging things just because people like them. I used to not like Billie Eilish for the same reason. And now Billie Eilish and She's Birria great. Tacos, they're the same. They're great. Yeah. They're objectively good. And the chips are great. The beans and rice are great. I'm so like, I'm thrilled. I really had, I was like, I don't know what to expect. One to five golden tacos. What would you give the, uh, the experience here? I would say... Experience, experience are probably going to go a four, and that could be because there are mics on the table and I feel cramped. <laughs> right. Uh, every but like, I would say food wise, we're like a four point five. We're close. Wow. We're like we're like. I mean, this is like solid. I was so the shrimp. No way the shrimp was going to be good. Look at it. Wow, that's. Is that high? Thank you for being vulnerable. I just want to say thank you for sharing your story once well, again, Stephen really Taylor, ally. Your, your soul there for a little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's meaningful, and that and that matters. You know, this People- is most of what my therapy sessions look like. <laughs> you just talk about tacos. I'm like four point five out of five. <laughs> I did kind of get therapist voice on there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Really? Yeah. What do you? Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about it. So I have, first of all, I've had a great time. Just lovely company, wonderful, learned a lot. Again, as a vegetarian, I recognize there's not always a lot of options for me. It's great to see the options. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say experience-wise, I'll, I'm only going to give it a three. And that's because, you know, it's pretty brightly lit in here. We are kind of sitting by the door, so maybe that's part of it. Like, we're not really part of the action. But still, it, and, you know, I did have to drive 25 minutes to get here, which is tough. But Do you like a dimly lit Mexican yeah. restaurant? Yeah. I oh, love yeah. a, I love a, a, you know, ambient noise. I love a dimly lit, you know, experience generally, which is why, yeah, Kobe Q was great for me. Anyway, but food-wise, I'm going to go ahead and say four out of five. I mean, the, the, the crunchy avocado... The crunchy cabbage, the right level of spice for me. The beans were delicious. Uh, the chips are out of this world. Yeah, I'm going to go four out of five on um, on flavor. I think that's exactly where I'm going to. I'm going 4.5 out of five golden tacos. I love the birria. I was really happy to see Steven's reaction to the birria. Joy. 
He dropped the F-bomb. He dropped an S-bomb. Uh-huh. First bite. That's when you know you've got a good taco. Mm-hmm. Avocado was good. And uh, shrimp. Shrimp. Shrimp was light and fluffy and delicious. Right. The total opposite of the birria taco. If right. you come to Briarcliff Barrio, you get the birria tacos and you get the shrimp tacos. And the avocado, if you're vegetarian, I guess. You get, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. But I would stick with those two are phenomenal. Right. Yeah. If, if, you know, next year for Casey Restaurant Week, I would definitely come back here to try the lobster taco. I'm intrigued. I bet that would be incredible. I mean, you take the shrimp, like, quality and yeah. you put it into lobster. Yeah, I bet it would be incredible. So you you definitely come back here? Yeah. I mean, great chips and salsa. For sure. Yeah. Solid day yeah. night, solid so, whatever yeah. night. Just maybe Absolutely. dim the lights a little bit. Dim the lights a little bit. Maybe listen. put you back in the corner. Is it? Is it dark? I mean, it's dark. It's it dark. is about 11.45. We've been here <laughs> five hours. It is 6.45 in the morning, and the vibes are not fuckable enough for me. <laughs> we've in had, this, in this we've had 12 barrio. tacos and nine shots of whiskey. They let I, us stay the night here. We're yeah. just getting up. Dave swirling a scotch over there, asking, is anybody sleepy yet? So we had a great experience, but it's time to read some other experiences that people have had here. This is the time of the show called Good and Bad Reviews Read and Funny Voices. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. All right, this is where I have you read real Yelp reviews of Briarcliff Barrio. Good and bad. Who do you have there, Stephen? I'll do the bad. Okay. I'm trying to... This is Tracy H. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Tracy, Tracy H. Yeah, there we go. Get into character. Is that an entitled attitude? Yeah, this feels... <laughs> Wait, do you need a method act? Do you need to go to a Marshalls? Before, <laughs> before we can... Tracy. Tracy. The other two locations are far better. Food is the same, but the live music is obnoxiously loud. We'll never be returning to this location as I've had this experience on two different occasions now. The saxophone does not need to be that loud ever (laughs) not sure why a saxophone is even being played in a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Great point, honestly, Tracy. Good point. Oh, Tracy's not. Love the steak fajitas. Our server was great, though. One star. <laughs> she took us on a journey. I love Tracy. <laughs> the saxophone. The saxophone. Not sure why the saxophone. <laughs> You think they set the Is band up, like, right there? Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, you know, that's funny, because Stephen one time did play a saxophone for the hot dog comedy show that really? I went on. I am a saxophonist. It's true. It's funny. Yeah. It's in your opinion, is a saxophone, uh, should a saxophone be played in a Mexican restaurant? Play the saxophone wherever the fuck you want to play a saxophone. <laughs> They're putting lettuce on tacos out here. You right. can do whatever you, know what? you want. Yeah, that Which, yeah. I, by the way, was good. Very I good. Did so like good. Who do you have there, Kaylee? All right, we've got Tommy G, and I'm going to go ahead and play Tommy G like a twink. So this is is Tommy G. Wait was 30 minutes during the dinner rush, but Taco Tuesday was lit. (laughs) Birria equals excellent. Beef tacos equal excellent. Elote equals Excellent. <laughs> I will definitely be returning soon. Five stars. Oh, that's oh, nice. Very kind. Very good. The birria did equal excellent. Yeah. The birria was excellent. Very they excellent. Were right on it. Saxophone equals fine. <laughs> Fuck Tracy. Yeah. Saxophone. Tracy, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I hope is. you never you know hear music again. 
<gasps> oh. And you know what? That's a fair judgment. Yeah. I can understand being, it is very echoey in here. So I You're can, right. I, I can imagine that band being very loud in yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but also let them play, you know, where they, look, it's let 2022 the music play, bring earplugs. You know, the deal. We're all adults. We've all got TikTok. We know what bad, what too loud a noise can do to your eardrums. You know, you go to concerts, you go to Monster Jam, you bring earplugs. And you come and to eye protective gear. Right. Yeah. And you come to the Briarcliff Barrio. <laughs> you know what you're getting into. Yeah, Same you know, deal. You know, right across from the foot spot, you know. <laughs> it's sugar you should be wild. prepared. Should and be if the music's too loud, you're too old. That's what That's, I always say. There we go. And take your tacos outside, you know. <laughs> Enjoy the weather. Yeah, dude, you keep leaving reviews like that, Tracy, you're going to get rat poisoned. You're going to get... For real. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't eat the fourth burrito, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Label your burritos, Tracy. Don't Label them. the fourth burrito. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos and you're up in the Briarcliff area, swing by Briarcliff Barrio. And if you want some... Uh, well, what kind of food does Ombra have? Ombra? Globally inspired. So, and, and truly, there is... That's a the little place. bit of everything. A check little bit it everything. Out. Go to Ombra too. I mean, while you're up here, hey, check out Trezo Mare over there. That yeah. that place looks pretty good too. We'll be right back after this break. Hey folks, Dave from Taco the Town here, and I'm here to tell you, Sun Eaters are back with their seventh album. Sun Eaters 4, Absinthe Makes the Heart Grow Fingers. It's a cautionary tale filled with sweet treats. The album features the spunky, say the most meaningful things in the simplest ways. The surfy, Master Stick. Appointment with the Hangman, written by Lawrence Kansas' very own James Grauerholz. And my favorite, the post-punk hammering delight, Dumb and chinless. So take a trip back to the post hardcore 80s and enjoy Sun Eater's new record, Sun Eater's 4 Absinthe Makes the Heart Grow Fingers. Sun Eater's songs are like tacos for your ears. Find this album and more at lotuspool.com. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, it's time for Taco Topics. Steven, this is the in-depth taco questionnaire, Taco Topics. I just need to know your in-depth, innermost taco feelings. Kaylee, feel free to chime in on these as well. Are you ready? I, I think so. Okay, here we go. Question one out of 753. Okay. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Savory to spice ratio. And mine is emotionally supportive. <laughs> All right. That's what we need. <laughs> Do I have to answer these quickly? Is this like a lightning round? Oh, yeah, round? if you want to. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. Take your time. If, if there's one that you want to like keep going on and right. on about, that's gotcha. fine. I'll be quick. Question two. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Soft shell tacos. <laughs> hard shell tacos. So you're more crunchy. Yeah. Wait, do you mean in general or do you mean the emotionally supportive ones? I mean the emotionally supportive ones. I want them to be crunchy okay, on the yeah, outside. You, <laughs> you, you want to be a little crunchy. <laughs> yep. But not damaged or cracked, right? 
The more damaged, the better. The better, actually. The correct yeah. hot or mild salsa. Hot. Uh, hot. Was the salsa hot enough for you tonight, or would you want to go a little hotter? Uh, I would go. I don't think that we. Oh, you talking about this salsa, the chip salsa, or even kind of the chip some salsa, of the sauce I would we go had hotter. on the tacos. Everything I would go hotter. I think the avocado one was perfect because the jalapeno was so spicy, and then everything else was like kind of mild. That is a hot jalapeno. Yeah. Okay, this is a big one. Pro cilantro or no cilantro? I'm a big, big cilantro. Very, very pro. Correct answer, yes. Um, yeah. Pro cilantro. Dump it on. Do you have any friends that are soap people, and why are they your friends? I mean, Do I have any friends that are what people? Soap people that so- think cilantro tastes like soap? Oh, when you said that, I thought you meant people that use soap, and I was like, I got a lot of soap friends. <laughs> you do. I have a few. Do you? Because so, yeah, you're friends with a lot of comedians. You mean- <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking with your taco normally? Uh, you going? Uh, what we have tonight? We had the uh, Modelo Negro. I go with the Modelo. Uh, yeah. I go with the beers. Any beers? But uh, I think this is maybe a bold take. I feel like at a taco place, anywhere that serves Mexican food in general, Pepsi. It's Pepsi products. Oh, really? If I go into a Mexican place and they go, we got Coke, I'm suspicious. Okay. Like, even Taco Bell has Pepsi products, but every Mexican place I've ever been to... Taco Bell's owned by Pepsi, right? <laughs> so That's how they keep coming up with Baja Blast flavors? Yeah. You know, Pepsi also owns a huge, large rat poison corporation. <laughs> so... There you go. I'm finally putting two and two together. <laughs> Kaylee, what are you having with your tacos? Margarita? Like Honestly, no. I ordered a margarita because I am socially anxious and okay. I didn't know what I wanted. Okay. But I'm generally like a Corona, a light Mexican beer, Modelo regular. Okay. Like- Favorite side dish with your tacos, chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac, maybe a little beans and rice. What's your favorite? What's your go-to? So I don't classify those top three as side dishes. I count those as appetizers, in which I would default to queso in my salsa or separately salsa in my queso. Like, I want to, like, mix that. Oh, you you mix. I'm a mixer. Doesn't Manny's have that on the menu? Where Never you can, been. I actually yeah. just heard about Manny's. I got into a fight with my father at a Manny's, at the Manny's uh, downtown. Yeah, yeah. we got into a fight, a political, a political argument. I mean, he always wins because I have daddy issues. Oh, my issues. gosh. Look, the cake's here's, here. Here's the cake. <laughs> oh, the cake wow. has arrived. Wow. wow. I forgot what we were talking about. We Manny's. Talking about you got favorites. into a fight with your dad yeah, at a, at a Favorite Manny's. side dish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, side dish. So it's got to be beans and rice. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the black beans. Uh, honestly, this is my favorite like side dish black beans and rice combo maybe that I've ever had. It's yeah, really it's pretty good. good. Um, F. Mary Kill Salsa Queso Guac. What are you going to do? Kill guac. I don't fuck with veggies unless they're tomatoes. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna kill guac. You okay? okay. I'm gonna you're, fuck. You're, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck salsa. It's spicy. Whoa, it's whoa. spicy. Bold. And I don't. What I need is like consistent warmth. That's what I need That's in my not, life. Okay. And oh, queso. You're, you're getting literal with this. Yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna marry something, I have to marry queso. I have to sign on the dotted line well, with queso. Well, as we all know, you could also divorce. <laughs> <laughs> If you needed to. As some people say, you could uh, wander down the path mostly traveled. You could. <laughs> the majority traveled path? Yes, I am divorced, but the next marriage I have, especially if it's to queso, will be everlasting. Forever. Everlasting and, forever. and warm. Okay. I'm actually going to marry guacamole. you got to marry guac. That's a- I'm marrying guac, and I am fucking queso, and I'm killing salsa. And I'll tell you why. 
because queso makes me feel good in the moment. I'm like, dude, I fucking can't get enough of this queso. I want more. I want to eat the whole bowl of queso. And then afterwards, I'm like, that was a mistake. Too much queso. That was a mistake. And I think about it, and I cringe, and I'm like, why did I make that decision that I made? Whereas guac, it shows up to the table, and I go, oh, my God, that looks so good. I want that. I'm not overwhelmed with desire, but I'm like, that looks really good. I eat a bunch of it. Guess what? I feel great. I feel full. I feel nourished. And then I want to sleep well at night. Right. Salsa? Don't trust salsa. No way. You never know what you're going to get. See, that is the thing. You know, it's if I'm, am I, am I marrying which salsa? That is the hard thing. If I'm marrying the concept of salsa, that is a big hit or miss. It's hard to fuck up guacamole. The problem with guac is that if it stays out too long, it starts to turn gray. And yeah. It's true. Sounds like marriage. But li- listen, yeah, we're going <laughs> to age beautifully together. Also, like. You and 70 years and guac in seven days? <laughs> exactly. That's how long I want my marriage to last. What if I threw days. beans and rice in this scenario? Can I just fuck beans? That just sounds like it feels good. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I am locking down beans and rice for life. If that's an option. Okay. Fuck guacamole. Okay. We're, we're keeping beans and rice. Okay. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? Steven, you were telling me you're a breakfast fiend. So I'm on the road a lot for comedy. There is nothing that makes me happier than Waffle House. If I can go to a Waffle House, and I've never ordered a burger or a steak, I've only gotten breakfast stuff, and then... I'll just, like, breakfast stuff around Kansas City, like, Corner Cafe is so good. I, if I was to do this podcast, I would do, like, a breakfast podcast where it's like, meet me at 11 a.m., we'll be done by 2. <laughs> you can have a day, you could have a day buzz, and you can go on with life. Like, I think that would be my peak. In your tier of breakfast spots, where do you place? So it's uh, Waffle House, IHOP, Perkins, um... Denny's. What's what's your tier? Waffle House, Denny's, IHOP, Perkins. Just like I said it. Okay. No, like you switched. Okay. You said Perkins too early. Okay. I don't fuck with Perkins. Okay. Is that for older people? I think so. I think I just went one time. Maybe I'm thinking of Perkins or Strouds. I may have never had Perkins. So I think I've had one of the Strouds other. Strouds is a chicken place. Then I've had Strouds and okay. I hate it. I didn't know if they also <laughs> serve breakfast, but just on principle, so. I really hated <laughs> Strouds, well, we'll get you to a Perkins, and we, we will go show you the light of God. Because well, here's what I'll say. The the order that I know, it's Waffle House, Denny's, IHOP. I don't... There's a Denny's, even if it's bad, it's good. It's like people watching good. Oh, yeah. It's like I went to Golden Corral on Valentine's Day one year. Uh, I've got poor family members who think that that's a luxury. Fancy, yeah. And the people watching on valentine's day at a golden corral is through the roof and every waffle house is that way and every denny's is that way but waffle house is the most consistent breakfast spot you go into a denny's after 1 a.m and your life is going to be changed right which is what i'm going for right if there's not at least a two percent chance that i could get stabbed i'm not interested in anything and what about that waffle house video of the lady working at the waffle house that caught the chair with her yeah i mean that's that's rebecca Rebecca, yeah. I've never eaten at a Waffle House. Whoa. I've been inside a Waffle House many times, actually, because I lived in Tennessee. Why have but you never eaten? Because I've always been too hungover the next day. <laughs> I show up, and I'm like, I can't eat, but I just sit there with my friends. Wow. But I will say Perkins. We used to eat at Perkins in high school. I, well, you need to have the upside-down pineapple muffin at Perkins is life-changing. I've never been less 
bricked up for an idea. All right, well, in my, but you I, trust me as a friend. I do trust okay, you. Okay, then we will try Perkins together. Can we go to Waffle House together? It'll be the first episode of your new podcast, which will be called... <laughs> Breakfast of the Town. <laughs> Brunch Bros. Oh, do you hate we'll me? Workshop. We'll workshop. Yeah. We'll workshop. Brunch Bros? We're going to workshop it. Brunch Bros, then I will fucking marry anybody else and I'll kill myself. I'm not going to... Perfect. No. Is that an option? Can I kill myself? I didn't. No. I didn't. And, the, and the theme song goes... Bwomp. Welcome to brunch, bros. Listen, we're on it. You can't go wrong at Denny's with a Moons Over My Hammy. One of the best named products, uh, meals ever. Moons Over My Hammy. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Kaylee, I'm sorry. What uh, what are you eating most now other than tacos? Um, Hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs. All the time. All the time. Just constantly. What's your favorite hot dog spot in KC? Do you have one? Oh. I don't have a favorite hot dog spot in Casey. You know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say Cauldron Collective. Yeah. They are a pop-up um, of, of, of witches, really. And they make the best vegan corn dog you will ever eat in your gosh darn life. And they make really great other food. And they're also just like wonderfully motivated people with great values. So Cauldron Is Collective. it hard to find a good vegan hot dog yes. in the city? Yeah. It's very hard. In yeah. fact, more people, I challenge you, Kansas City, make more vegan hot dogs. Vegetarian, whatever. But Cauldron Collective, check them out. Have you ever had a time in your life when you had to turn down a taco? Would you ever turn down a taco? You know, I'm, I turned 30 this year. I feel like I have standards for my tacos now. You know, like that taco's got to like self-reflect. That taco's got to like, you know, understand themselves a little bit. Yeah. They've got to understand the cycles and patterns of behavior they've been taught in their childhood. Right. Okay. And then if they do that, then yeah. then If if the taco's ever sought help. Yeah. From anybody other than itself. Right. Then fine taco. Yeah. But if the taco's just out there independently, you know, just covered itself in like. Oh, you? Trash, dude. Lettuce. Trash. Old lettuce. lettuce. Yeah. Why do you keep doing the same? Why do you keep putting that same cheese on there? The cheese has never been good. Why are you putting that cheese? Why is the cheese wet? Nobody needs iceberg lettuce. Thank you. Where's the farm of iceberg lettuce? Why you got so much sour cream on you? Yeah. What are you you hiding? What are you covering up about yourself? You're like too dressed up. Yeah, too dressed up. It feels good. Well, it doesn't taste good. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that turns you off from a taco? I mean, we kind of just talked taco about it. Taco no-no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, iceberg lettuce is a huge taco no-no. I would say really mostly any cheese, unless it's like a specialty, like a feta. I, t- I used to be, I'm a pro-cheese man. I'm a dairy kind of guy. But cheese on a taco, it's like, dude, you got so much going on. Use that space for good. You don't need to... I, I disagree. I, I like, like this. I like, I like the crumble, whatever. To, to me, this is fancy cheese. It's not cheese. cheese. There's no cheese on that. That's What's that? That's cabbage. That's cabbage? It's not and then there's cheese. pineapple, right? Is that pineapple? No, I don't think so. Oh. No. I, well, actually. I'll be honest. I may have yeah, never, I may well, have never seen cabbage before because <laughs> I thought for sure. That little square. That is pineapple. Well, yeah. you know. <laughs> I think I'm going to... Can I change the golden tacos for the experience? I'm going to sure. move it to a two. Oh, okay. I'm okay. hurt. Oh, oh. I feel dumb at the he Brookside. He feels betrayed. At the yeah. Briar They're Club. very fancy tacos. Yeah, they yeah. are. Kaylee, uh, do you have any taco no-nos? Uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say meat. Meat Me- is meat. my taco no-no. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the speed round. These are just yay or nay answers. These are different taco types. I just need to know yay or nay on these, okay? 
Here we go. Taco pizza. No. Yay. Taco salad. Yay. No. Quesabiria tacos. Like, Yay. Yay. Taco burgers. No. No. Taco dogs. Yay. Yay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kaylee. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> dogs dress like tacos. Yay. Yay, it's absolutely. It's, just, yay. it's fun for Any everybody. Any dog. Oh, breakfast tacos. Yay. Yes. Do you like a good egg breakfast taco with a little bacon, or do you go sausage? I mean, I'll do sausage. Here's what I like. I like a little bit of egg. I can't do it too much egg. If it's got potatoes. Yeah. Crispy Ooh, potatoes with some yeah, bacon or some up. sausage. Yeah. yeah. Kaylee, do you do, you don't do, do you do eggs? Oh, yeah. Okay, I do, eggs. do eggs. Love it. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, walking tacos. Like bag tacos. Yes. yes. Yay, 100%. Do you go Fritos or do you go Doritos? With Doritos. Doritos. Yes. Thank Fritos you. are for Thank serial you. killers. Correct answer. Uh, shrimp tacos. Yay. Uh, pre-vegetarian, yes. So, yeah. Double-decker tacos. Que paso. What is... Like from Taco Bell, uh, they have the, the soft shell. You put little beans like on a it. Gordita. A gordita. Like a gordita. Yay. <laughs> yay. yay. And then you put the crunchy shell inside yes. of it. Yeah. I'd get yay. rat poison for a cheesy gordita. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. There's yeah. some things that are worth it. Uh, taco soup. Yay. No. Dude, I am a trash. Wait, like tortilla? Tortilla Like soup? chicken tortilla soup? Oh, no. oh then yay. No, I'm talking. Recent, I make taco like, soup, which well, what is. what the fuck is the difference? It's, it's like melted, a deconstructed taco into soup. Down. Yeah. yeah, it's a poor man's meal, and uh, I make it like once every two Hard weeks. Hard nay. Hard nay. Taquitos. Yay. Nay. I'm going nay. You're going nay? Yay. Yay. Uh, you ever, you ever do so? Do they have quick trips down in Louisiana? Yeah, we we just started just getting them. them. But okay. when I moved up here, I was proselytized. I was giving it to my family. Okay. I remember one time I was at a quick trip of talking to my mom, and I was like, "It's so cool. You, it's like a gas station that you can eat food at." And the clerk <laughs> heard me and goes, uh, "Excuse me, we're not a gas station." And I was like. What? what? And she goes, we're a convenience store. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fight a clerk. Yeah. I'm going to like, I'm, yeah. I'm being that's rude when you on grab the, the taquito off the, yeah, off the and roller. And you right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's when you were going to say that's when you grab the clerk. And put him on the roller. <laughs> and the ta- right, taquito right, roller. Right. Yeah, taquito, yeah. Miniature tiny tacos like from 7-Eleven. Oh, not from 7-Eleven, but if, if Cauldron Collective, I think they had like some mini things. Yeah. I, like a, I like anything that's shrunken down. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I love watching it be made. I don't really want to eat it, but I want to watch it be made. I'll take a bite. If it's a one-biter, I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Choco tacos. Like the ice cream ones? R.I.P. Pay your respects to your elders. Yes. Yay. Naked chicken chalupas from Taco Bell. Never had, but I like chalupas. What's the naked chicken The shell is the chicken. Kind of like the old KFC double down. Nope. Nope. No. Even as a horrific person, the double (laughs) down was too much. That's where you draw the line. All right. Um, oh, God, they have that? Oh, yeah. I would never get chicken. I forget that Taco Bell has chicken. Nope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nope. yeah. It's, yeah, it's something. It's similar to chicken. I'm not sure what it is, but it's good. Taco Bell's uh, a fried egg breakfast taco where the shell was an egg. No. No. I'm no. going to go yeah. no again. It, did, it no. didn't last long. It was the not, shell's got to be the shell. Yeah. It was not it's a, popular. If the shell was a sausage or a pancake... Maybe. Ew. Kind of like the McGriddle, but turn That's the McGriddle into a taco. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't as sure. greasy. It's yeah. got to be a carb. Mm. It's got to be a carb. That's where I'm drawing the line. I could go with the sausage. No. I like a sausage shell. That no. sounds sausage real. Would no. be, and you had eggs inside of it? Nope. Let's go get breakfast after this. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really the hungry. Tonight. Taco Bell nacho fries. Yeah, fan. No. I'm, I'm, I'm going no. Am I going to say no to them? 
No, but so yeah, I guess a yay. Yay, yay. Okay. An unenthusiastic yay. Okay, speed round's done. Next question. Favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Something that gets you really fired up to eat tacos. I'm going to go with Prince Royce. Um, I can't think of the song name, but there's a song by Prince Royce. You all know it. It's probably his top hit, uh, and it's, it's great. It really gets the beats bumping for Taco Town. Gets feeling good. Yeah. Uh, Google Prince Royce, everybody. Yeah, yeah. just Google. I, number send, one hit. Send a Google. I think I'd go sober by Childish Gambino. Wow. I like that it's a song about being high bum, all the bum, time. Bum. Yeah. And it's kind of upbeat and Ain't it's fun. It keeps sober. you. It's nice. It's yeah. soulful. That's how I feel eating tacos. I couldn't believe. <laughs> you like this? I knew so we were gam- I knew we were a couple Gambino <laughs> gals. Oh yeah. You wanna- oh, yeah. This is uh, the time of the show called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random Taco Question of the Week. Throw me out a number between 1 and 96. 22. 22. All right, here we go. Got my taco Bible here. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, do you have a taco safe word? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Here, let me do it for you. It's stop. <laughs> I almost just said something so out of pocket. Uh, <laughs> my taco safe word is John, as in Taco John, because it also is a is a, a sex word, John. So yeah, oh, okay. John, John. John. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, you have a number between one and ninety six. Twenty two. <laughs> Do you have a taco safe word? Wait, was that what you yes. said? <laughs> Dude, God, I don't. I don't listen to you. Uh, (laughs) Reverse uh, ally. Then let me go 1 to 96. Let me go 10. Okay. uh, What is the best or worst theme party party you've ever attended? Oh, this is a trap for a southern gentleman. Oh, wow. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We have cotillions. (laughs) Yeah. Cotillions? You've been doing cotillions? No, but I've been near them. I did a Mr. Debonair pageant that was rough. Whoa. Uh, themed. Did you have to wear like a Confederate uniform and a, with a feather in your cap? The Mr. Debonair was a gentleman's event. Wow. It was not an antebellum gentleman's event. Okay. But at our college, we had a lot of those. We had a lot of the, you would dress up in the antebellum wear. And, and what do a bummer. What? And I, do what? I mean, dance kiss. I never went. I wasn't in a fraternity. It's fraternity events. The worst theme party I ever <laughs> went to was uh, we did like a 80s prom night party. It was like at a club and almost nobody showed up. Oh. But I committed. Oh boy. Oh boy. And I did like the leggings and the short yeah. shorts and the... I mean, I really committed and... It wasn't like a fun, everybody was in it together. It was like we showed up and everybody was bummed. Nobody else was there. And so then I just kind of had to hang out. And it was like, I think it was like cheap. It was like Penny Wells or something. So you got to just drink. So then I got hammered. All bad. All very, very bad. What's the best or worst theme party you've ever attended, Kaylee? I'm going to go ahead and say that the, okay. I'm going to call this the worst, but only because of circumstances in like 24. 13, I went to a, I used to, I still play Ultimate Frisbee, uh, but I used to play where we would go to like costume tournaments and uh, our team's theme, you would dress up as the same theme as your team and then everybody would know whose team you're on because you're all dressed in the same kind of theme. Our team theme was Mean Girls. 
And so my team, everybody was like, just pick an outfit for Mean Girls, dress up. And at the time, I was dating my first boyfriend, which I was so excited and nervous. I had never dated anyone before. And I was like, what can I dress up as to be silly? And I had a Santa costume. Uh, and, you know, in Mean Girls, when the guy comes into the classroom and he goes, four for you, Glenn Coco, you go, Glenn Coco. And he hands out the, the whatever. I was like, I'll have a fanny pack. I'll have the candy canes. It'll be great. I'll give candy cane grams all night. It'll be so funny and I'll be cool. I'll be the cool girl. Uh, I go to step out of my hotel room because my boyfriend at the time texted me. He's like, I'm here. His ex-girlfriend was also on my team. But I was like, whatever. She knows we're dating. It'll be fine. I walk out. She was also dressed as Santa Claus. But the sexy Santa Claus, the latex right. Santa uh -huh. from when they do the dance. And I walk out and we, we meet each other's gaze in the hallway. I'm in this like 3X Santa suit sweating with a beard on. And she's in a latex mini skirt with knee high heel boots. And everyone's like, oh my God, you look so hot, blah, 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 blah. And then I just died a little bit inside. So, so that was probably the worst. I, I, bad costumes is a very funny idea. I did yeah. Ratten Oswalt one time <laughs> because I dressed up as a little rat chef with a Star Wars yeah, shirt. Yeah, that's pretty good. But too deep of a cut. Yeah. yeah. Too deep of yeah. a cut that nobody would ever understand what right. it is. I do that all the time. I did the first girlfriend I had to do a theme party with. I said we could be the blues brothers and she was like who is that oh and that should have been like <laughs> yeah like the first there it is you yeah. know we can't keep going right. i went to a church party my friend's church that's the worst themed party yeah, yeah. <laughs> the theme was you're at a church party <laughs> at a church. but i was dressed as the unabomber what sick yeah and there was a real cop there and he arrested he cuffed me because you were putting out weird vibes or because you were dressed as the Unabomber? Because I was dressed as the Unabomber. <laughs> was, and I had a I had a package I had a package in my hand too, like a bomb package. Wow. Yeah, you deserved that. Yeah, Did gotta, you wear fingerless gloves? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. And you I had the to. shades and the hood up yep, and um, yep. Yeah, it was a good time. Good times. I also went to a uh, Rock of Fire explosion themed party <laughs> one time. Dude. Dressed as Billy Bob. Whole thing caught on fire. And it burned down. And that's, <laughs> and that's when the Rock of Fire Explosion Bar burned down. That was the last we night. We figured it out. <laughs> you fucked him and you killed him. <laughs> You're going to marry him. You're going to marry him next. Well, guys, I'm sorry to say it is the end of Taco the Town tonight. Thank oh. you so much for coming out and being on the show tonight. I hope you're all full. I know I'm full. That cake yeah. was delicious. It's wonderful. So good. We ate so much food. Kaylee, where can people see your stand-up uh, coming up in the next couple months? Yeah, I'll be around town. I post all my dates on my Instagram, so you can find me at Kaylee Post. That's K-A-I-L-E-E-P-O-S-T-S. -E -E yeah, uh, Kaylee Post. That's where I post about all of the upcoming comedy business I got going on. So check February eleventh in Lawrence. February eleventh in, in Lawrence at venue twelve thirty five. Kathleen Blanford, check it out. Catherine Catherine. Blanford, Catherine. Catherine. check it out. Kathleen or Catherine? Catherine. 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 Blanford. Catherine Blanford. Uh, Stephen, what do you have coming up? Um, so we're starting to do uh, shows at Knuckleheads every week. We were doing a monthly, cool, but then we would do them on Sundays, and then the Chiefs would play, and nobody would come. Right. So now we're starting every week except for when the Chiefs play. Every Sunday except for when the Chiefs play. 
because you can compete with God, <laughs> but not the Chiefs. Uh, so I do that every Sunday. We're starting on February 5th, skipping Super Bowl Sunday because the Chiefs will be in there. And then we will be continuing on the week after uh, in perpetuity until September. Uh, I am at formerly Fat Steven. Formerly as in previously. I'm still currently fat, but it sounds better than at Steven Taylor. So it's at formerly fat Steven. And I that's post on all my uh, stuff. Instagram or Instagram, okay. TikTok, okay. most everything. Right. I post all of my stuff uh, there. And then at Barrel of the Bottoms, please oh, yeah. come out to a show. Check it out. I, if I'm not there, somebody I really love is in my stead hosting it and producing it. And finally, you can find the festival at Fountain City Comedy Fest. Fountain City Comedy Fest on Facebook, on um, Instagram, and then also at gmail.com, Fountain City Comedy Fest. So. And yeah, just stay tuned for hopefully an announcement maybe this summer about if that's coming back in October. Coming soon. Which we'll get submissions uh, up eventually, and then we'll festival will be here in the fall. Thanks so much for being on the show, and thanks for talking tacos with me. Yay! Thanks for and hanging. thanks for talking showbiz pizza and rock fire explosion <laughs> with me. <laughs> Gotta go watch the doc. Gotta go watch the doc now. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean, and a lot of other places, and give us a five-star review. Thanks to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Please add Sun Eaters and your favorite Lotus Pool artists to your Spotify playlists. Remember to keep supporting your local neighborhood taco spots, and until next time, go, go eat some tacos! Lotus Pod.